0: And welcome to my award-winning podcast, Dr. Essie Speaks. This is your host, Dr. Essie. As always, I hope that my podcast is inspirational, motivational, and educational so that it will enhance and transform your life. Thank you to my faithful listeners for tuning in each week. Today's podcast will elevate your skills and expand your knowledge about what it takes to be a dynamic educator. Not only is my guest an educator, but she holds so many more titles that defines what she does. She impacts the lives of students, educators, leaders, communities, and others. She is an educator who has the experience and continues to make a difference. My special guest is none other than Dr. Eunice Humphrey. Let me share a little bit more about her journey. Dr. Humphrey, is on a mission to help people grow professionally and personally. Trained in counseling and educational leadership, he has a unique 15-year background working in nonprofit education, counseling, and leadership. Dr. Humphrey was a school counselor for seven years, where she served as the president of the Maryland School Counselor Association, conference chair and treasurer. She started her counseling and consulting practice, Dr. E. Humphrey's consultant, to provide counseling, And support to those in need. As a licensed clinical professional counselor in the state of Maryland, she focuses on families and children using the approaches of mindfulness, narrative therapy, and person centered. She knows the importance of education, mental health, and continues to advocate for marginalized groups. Dr. Humphrey hopes to inspire, educate, and lead others to reach their best self. I'm gonna take a quick commercial break, and when I come back, I'll give my guest, Dr. Eunice Humphrey, an opportunity to share with our listening audience. As always, remember to check out my website at www.drsespeaks.com, where you can find all my books about school transformation, school leadership, and so much more. In addition, you can check out my latest Amazon best-selling books. I'll be right back. Welcome back to Dr. Essie Speaks Education, your number one podcast host, Dr. Essie McCoy. My special guest again is Dr. Eunice Humphrey. Dr. Eunice, you are filled with so much knowledge. I've had an opportunity to work with you, and you have such vast experience, and I know that you continue to motivate all those that you come in contact with, and I just want to say congratulations on your recent appointment. So I know that the listeners are going to benefit greatly from our conversation today. So welcome
2: to my show, and how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, It is a pleasure to be here. Um, It's always great to work with you. And, and just, uh, I'm always motivated just by everything that you have accomplished and everything that you're doing. I'm doing really well. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to, to be a part of, um, you know, be a part of this podcast.
0: Well, indeed. Thank you so much for agreeing to be my special guest. And you are just awesome, just amazing. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know that you have a lot of rich experiences from your journey from the very beginning to where you are today. So please tell the listening audience about all the wonderful things that you're involved in, you're doing um, in your professional life, in your business, and the impact that you're making is just so awesome. So just please share with the listening audience.
2: Great. So yeah, I've been I've been truly busy and truly blessed, right? So I'm currently a principal. So I'm a, a brand new principal, I just started in July with the International High School at Langley Park, where I'm so proud of the young people there. I'm so proud of the staff and everything that they have accomplished. So I've been doing that. I'm doing a lot of Different um, different projects. So I'm also a approved clinical supervisor in the state of Maryland. So if you're a licensed graduate professional counselor and are looking for a supervisor, uh, I'm also doing that now. I'm still a licensed clinical professional counselor where I see some clients, and I've been doing some you know just teaching also on the side and have been guest lecturer at different universities and colleges. So excited again just to be able to give back to the community and be a part of you know, the need and and just be a voice to those who may sometimes don't have a voice.
0: Well, Dr. Eunice, you are just amazing. I mean, new principal, clinical supervisor professional counselor your business you are just making a powerful impact congratulations to you and you know it's always amazing to me to talk with people like you because you know you went to high school you graduated from high school and then did you already know what you wanted to become how did you get started um and especially just share with us that time that you graduated from high school and your transition into what you're doing today
2: Great question. I think that um, for the most part, you know, it's so difficult. We have to make some really life-changing decisions at 17 and 18. And so just parents out there be, you know, be uh, be kind to your to your young person. It's hard, right? So I started off with the idea that I've always wanted to help others. So my why has always been to help. And so then how does that look? And what does that mean? And what am I going to do? And how is that going to bring me um, financial security, what am I going to do with that? So, I think for me, I got I received a lot of help from different folks throughout this journey, um, and different mentors and different people have really been in alignment to really help me grow and to really help me get where I'm at. And so, I went to the University of Maryland under the Academic Achievement Program, which is an upper bound program. So, if you Um, are familiar with those programs. They really do help first-generation students. They really do help young people who want to get there but don't really know how or don't really know um, where to start. And so I was able to get, you know, to get that opportunity and was able to go to the University of Maryland with uh, four years paid for. And from there, I majored in family sciences, and I knew that I wanted to work with families. I wanted to work with students. I wanted to work with the youth, and it kind of just trickled on from there. I went to Bowie State and got my master's degree in counseling and met in school counseling. was a school counselor for a, for a while, and then decided that I wanted to sit at the table where leadership and decisions were being made, and so that's how I got into um, administration, and so took a couple of courses at George Washington and Harvard and decided that I wanted to I wanted to pursue the assistant principal, uh, completed my dissertation and my doctoral degree at Argosy University in counseling, education and supervision. And so I've been able to really marry two of my biggest passions, which is education and mental health. And so I've been able to really put those together. And so at the schools where I have worked at and at the school where I'm currently working at, I'm able to really look at the social emotional piece and I'm really able to not only demonstrate the impact that once we know how to assist a young person with addressing their emotional needs, trauma or um, depression or anxiety, that that really makes a difference when we talk about their academic success. And so I would say that that has been what I have really been um, working on and, and, and throughout my journey, that's what I've been doing. And so I started off, graduated from Largo High School. Um, shout out to, to Largo in Prince George's County. And so from there, it kind of just went on, right? And so now now I'm back in Prince George's County. I um, am back at at a school where um, it's full circle. I actually grew up in Langley Park and uh, as an immigrant, uh, young, first generation, uh, English as a second language student. I can remember how difficult and the challenges that I saw and the challenges that I faced. And so now being the principal of the International High School at Langley Park, I can see myself in a lot of my students. And so I, I always say this, it's to always remember your why. My why has always been to help others. And so I continue to do that.
0: Well, I can tell you they are fortunate to have you as their lead principal there, and so once again, congratulations, and I love what you said, know your why, and you know, you and I have something in common, a whole lot of things in common, and you talked a little bit about the Harvard Leadership Experience, and I can tell you that is a fantastic experience, and then you also mentioned marry your passion, Um, and I love it because you have that administrative background, that experience, that knowledge, but then also because of what we're going through in our nation with our health crisis, Definitely that social, emotional, mental health is so important now more than ever. And so definitely young people out there, you know, I have an opportunity to help young people create plans, but I can tell you, no matter what high school you're in, go to your college and career personnel, seek out a counselor, a dean of students, your teachers, your administrators, they will help you. And I just love helping young people create a plan from going from high school to college or a skill apprenticeship or um, the military. So once again, thank you, Dr. Humphrey, for what you're doing. And so everyone is inspired by someone, but tell us about who inspired you.
2: I would say uh, my inspiration is is, is so many different folks that have really inspired me. Um, But I'll start off with my mother. Um, I think my mother really has been essential to my growth and has been essential to just where I'm at, right? So uh, my background as, um, you know, a first generation, and again, just as an immigrant, I came here uh, undocumented. I came here when I was two. And I remember looking at my parents. And at that age, when you're young, when you're, At high school, you're kind of just, you know, living in your own world. It's not until you become an adult and you see the sacrifices that your parents made, right? And so my parents made a lot of sacrifices and my mother was always very humble, but she was always very dedicated and was a hard worker. And I can see a lot of that in myself. So she definitely inspires me. Um, You know, then I met my husband in high school and he has been someone who has always, uh, lifted me when I have felt that you know I just it's I'm tired, and he's always there, um just kind of you know pushing me through and and telling me that it's gonna be okay and Of course, now my inspiration is is my nieces and nephews and um and you know my siblings, my brother and my sister, uh my sister, who has gone through so many different challenges and obstacles, but she continues to fight. Uh, my niece and my nephew now uh, inspire me and, and just show me resilience and show me that things are possible. So um, and currently uh, those that inspire me are my students. And just seeing and hearing their stories, and hearing and seeing how much they have grown and have accomplished, despite right, like you said, it was it's been difficult. Last year was difficult. The year before was difficult, and so we've been dealing with this, um, you know, health crisis for quite some time. And so to hear their stories and how they have been able to continue, and and continue to come to school and continue to do great is really a true inspiration to their resilience and their strength. And that, that fuels me, that gives me uh, my, you know, my motivation to continue to strive for them. So i um, you know, I'm inspired by them
0: you have people who have inspired you and you share that, but you are a true inspiration. I mean, you talk about being a first-generation graduate uh, and you need someone to lift you. In In your case, it's your husband. So you have that support system. And I would say to anybody, seek out a support system. You're going to need that. And you know, I am currently working at a high school and coming back, the transition back to school and dealing with staff members and dealing with families and students who are hurting because of losing loved ones. You know, yes, we have to do the day-to-day operational things, but we also have to take care of their emotions and address their social um, issues. And so you are just a wealth of walking knowledge, and I thank you for sharing that. I didn't even know this, but young people have been in a crisis mode and educators. And so give us some advice. Tell us, you know, some great strategies that can help us as we continue to make this transition and make a comeback.
2: Absolutely. One big thing that we all have to uh, acknowledge, right, is that this is not normal. So what we're dealing with is an abnormal situation. And this is what's gonna happen anytime in crisis is that you're gonna have to deal with abnormal situations. So understand and know that your response to it is normal. So the feelings of, am I doing this right? Or what's wrong with my child? All of those things are normal to have those questions. Keep this in mind that oftentimes when we live in the past and the things that we didn't do and why didn't this happen, you can quickly enter into depression if you continue to just focus on the past. If you focus on only the future and what am I supposed to do or I need to get this done or you need to get this done and and putting that pressure on your students or your children, you will enter into anxiety because you're not going to know how do we know the future, right? And so I would say the biggest thing to do is to live in the present and to be in this space, in this moment. So if you're listening to this right now, think about where you're at. Think about if you're at home, if you're in your office, if you're in your living room, think about where you're at and make sure that you can bring yourself back to the present moment where you're safe and where you're, feeling, where you're listening to this, right? And so that's really going to help to ground you, to bring you back. And that's really going to help in kind of creating that safety that you need. I think what Dr. McCoy said is so important as well that it is important to have a support system. But a support system means that there's somebody and there's folks that even when you make a mistake, they're there to say, I know, I'm here for you. And not always the, I told you so, because sometimes we don't need that. We really just need an ear to listen and somebody to really just be there to just be able to say to us, I'm here. Just being present, right? So be present with young people at this time. Understand that they have gone through difficult situations and are, are trying to figure out what they're dealing with and their emotions. And just always have, you know, give yourself grace. But the same grace that you want also extended to them. They're going to need that. Help them learn from their mistakes. Help them grow from their mistakes. That's going to be essential to their their growth as they become adults and as they start to process the everyday life struggles and stressors that are going to come, they're going to learn how to process that. And it's going to really be because you helped them through that process. I
0: can tell you, you are already an awesome administrator, even your journey that you've taken up until your appointment as a principal. But to have that clinical and that counseling background, wow, I don't even know how to articulate that. But I can tell you, The things that you're going to do and the impact that you're going to make is going to be so powerful. I just love the way you share. You talk about being present in the moment and that grace is so important. We all need grace. And parents, give your kids grace. They are dealing with a lot. I see it day to day. And so definitely that support system, understand your response is normal and we are all in it together. So um, Dr. Eunice, tell us about some of your challenges that you've faced and how have you overcome those?
2: There are definitely many challenges. I think that, um, you know, I can speak to the challenges of being undocumented. So I, I became documented in, when I was about 15. So college was always one of those things that maybe could happen because I wasn't sure what my status was gonna be. And so um, I, you know, I, I, became, you know I, I became a permanent resident and I was able to go to school and I was able to get, you know, go to college. But just knowing, right, that everybody has unique challenges. So if you ask any of my peers in high school, if you ask any of my peers in even undergrad, grad school, they probably would not have known that I didn't have my documentations and that I was not a permanent resident. So I say that and I share that with you all just to say that everybody has their own individual challenges and struggles. Be mindful of that. We don't know what people are going through. And because we don't know what they're going through, always think about, How am I going to approach this person? How am I going to help this person? How am I going to address them? Also recognize that you yourself have your own personal challenges that you're going through. And remember, others don't know that. And so be mindful of how you're representing representing yourself. And so if you're having a bad day, um, being cautious to not displace it that and and give that, you know, your upset emotions to someone else who's probably not deserving of it. And so every challenge that I have faced, I have always been really reflective. I have always thought through how am I going to handle this? How am I going to approach this? How is this not going to hurt others? Because always keep in mind that your decisions, although yours, can also impact others. And so all the challenges that I have had, I know I have grown from and I have learned from. And so I appreciate them and I embrace them and I continue to embrace them even on the journeys that I'm in right now. And I know that they're gonna help me become a better and stronger person. And so I say, look at your challenges, look at your problems and get excited because all that means is that there's growth on the other end.
0: You are exactly right. And you are so reflective and so forward thinking. And I just want to reiterate something that you said. You don't know what other people are going through. And so think about your approach before you even open your mouth, before you even act. Think before you move forward. So tell us about some of your greatest successes that you have experienced.
2: I would say my greatest success has always been when a student or when a client or uh, where, where somebody comes and says, thank you. Thank you for helping. Thank you for, Um, you know, thank you for being there for me. That's success for me. So success has always looked like, how have I made an impact? Because that brings me joy. Of course, um, I'm the first one in my family to receive a doctoral degree. And so that also brought a lot of success. I'm one of the first um, in in my community even, right? There's not a lot of Latinx that are out there that have a doctoral degree so I'm always excited about that and being able to be a voice and so uh, I am right now um, currently the only Latina principal at the high school level in Prince George's County so I find success and and when you're the first or or where you're representing a group and so I find a lot of different little things give me success from the smallest of things to the biggest of things i say that success is so important to recognize throughout your journey don't think that because you didn't get a degree or you didn't accomplish something at the time that you thought you needed to accomplish that doesn't that doesn't mean that you weren't successful that just means that you're still working towards that and success is continuing in the fight that's what success is so success is not just reaching the goal, but it's continuing to hang in there, um, even despite all of the different challenges that comes. So I've had many successful stories and I've had much success in the different things that I have accomplished, but I would say I celebrate them, I reflect on them, and I continue to see how I can help others also do the same.
0: Indeed. I know that you're going to be first in many ways. And, you know, you talked about the small things and it is the small things because, you know, I just recently had a conversation with a student, created a plan with him, um, actually sent an email to the College and Career Center, the Dean of Students, and said he wants to be the first in his family to go to college. And just knowing that that student sent me back an email and said, I will be the first. It's the small things that we do to impact the lives of others. And so I know from what you talked about, you know, being undocumented earlier, you have navigated your challenges. They have helped you to create greater success. So more power to you, my sister. And as you look into your future, what do you envision? How are you going to continue to make a difference? What is it that you see that you want to do that maybe hasn't even been tapped into yet?
2: I say, you know, um, I, I live in the moment. I live in the present, and what I always do is I prepare. Right. So you always should prepare. So although I'm I'm in the present moment, I'm excited about being a principal. I'm excited about my growth. I do know that I want to continue to strive for excellence. I want to continue to do the best for my students. And so I'm I'm always learning. I'm always trying to grow in the different areas. And so just really being um, present in the moment, but understanding the needs and making sure that I'm preparing myself to meet those needs. And so I would say I'm, you know, the future, I'm always excited about it. My husband and I always talk about, I can't wait for five years from now. What is that going to look like? And what I do know is that, um, you know, whether it's in the same position, whether it's in another position, serving and being good to others and doing right by others is always going to be at the forefront. That's always going to be the number one. It goes back to keeping the why, the why. And helping others and making sure that their voices are being heard is always going to be essential. So I would say, you know, for me, I see my future and continuing to to answer my why.
0: Awesome. And, you know, I just want to sort of go back and highlight some of the things that you said, prepare, grow, grow. Operate in excellence. Give your best and do your best. Understand that why serving. Those are key elements to anything that you want to do and be um, in life. So once again, thank you. And so Dr. Essie Speaks Educational Consultant is all about sharing resources. Tell us about resources that you can provide to help others achieve their goals.
2: There are many resources out there. So if you have a young person who may be struggling Uh, With mental health, please reach out. Please reach out to myself. Please reach out to their school counselor. Please reach out to the different agencies that are providing support. That is so important. If you're school and you're listening to the podcast, make sure that you're practicing restorative practice. And that's really all about restoring relationships. And that's important. If you are an administrator or listening in, in a principal or, or wanna be a principal, um, please look at and understand the social emotional learning and how that's important. And so overall I would say is you are not alone in this walk. You are not alone, alone in this journey. You can always reach out to me as well. I'm always excited to help others and, and look forward to hearing from you all. So you can always reach out. Um, you will be, you will have access to my email and all of my platforms as well. Um, Dr. McCoy always, uh, you know, puts that in and gives you all, all that information. So I always say this, that if you don't know where to start, start with what somebody says, how can I help? really really take that and actually ask for help because now what happens is whoever i know you now know and so we are connected and so please make sure that if there is a a place where i can help i am always going to be available and if i can help i will try to direct you to the correct person
0: thank you for sharing those resources and listeners please know that you are not alone You are not alone. So, Dr. Eunice, tell us how we can get in contact with you.
2: Great question. The best way is always through email. Um, You can always um, send me an email at humphrey, H U M P H R E Y E, 0820 at gmail.com. That's always the best way. You can also find me on Instagram at dr. Eunice Humphrey. And i you you'll be able to see my contact information there, and you can always send me a message um through that and then of course, on Facebook, it's also under Eunice Humphrey, and you can always send me some and you know if you want to contact me, you can always contact me through that um platform as well.
0: Dr. Eunice, I just want to say thank you because I know how busy you are. I have, you know, traveled that journey of school leadership, 20 of my 32 years in the field of education. So thank you so much for being my special guest today to share with the listeners, continue to do the phenomenal things that you're doing and may God continue to bless you in making that grand impact. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Dr. McCoy, for having me here. I'm excited for everything that you're doing. And as always, it is a pleasure. And if you need anything, uh, please count on me.
0: Indeed, I will. And as always, to my number one listeners, thanks for listening. And remember to visit my website at www.drscspeaks.com, where you can find all the links to my podcasts, my social media platforms, books, and so much more. Remember to get your copy of several of my Amazon bestsellers. Join me each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. for Dr. SC Speaks. Until then, be safe, be blessed, and go ahead and make that positive impact in the lives of others.